Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Sandy, day two, it's time to add up all the damage. Using all the new money in politics to keep track of the candidates. And use the force, Walt. Disney is buying Star Wars, believe it or not. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Investing, renting, sending your kid to college? Listen to the Marketplace Money Podcast. Find it on iTunes or at marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Tuesday, the 30th of October. Good to have you with us. $20 billion seems to be the ballpark figure for the damage that Sandy leaves behind. As always, the early numbers are subject to change, but you never do really hear them and change lower, do you? Half or less of the $20 billion will be covered by insurance policies. Companies, governments, and you and me are on the hook for the rest of it. From Washington Marketplace's Scott Tong gets us going. Sandy may end up one of America's five costliest storms, though the runaway winner, Katrina, carried a price tag worth of $100 billion, at least double this disaster. A big wallop this time is business interruption buying, selling, shipping, and manufacturing that didn't happen. I Skyped IHS Global Insight economist Greg Daco. His phone line is out in Boston. He's bummed that Sandy came on a business day. Hence, its impact is very likely to be much more severe than that of Hurricane Irene, which had a similar trajectory in 2011, but hit us on a Sunday. Big companies insure against disruptions, not small ones, or hourly workers. Chuck Watson is with the hazard research firm Kinetic Analysis. If they're not working, they're not getting paid. They may make some of it back in overtime, but for the most part, that's just lost wages for them. You throw in maybe some childcare because school's out, and you've got a lot of stress on people that are just getting by and on your medium and small businesses. Also on the hook, governments. They own the subways, roads, bridges, and street signs that need fixing. Local officials are faced with a real dilemma. Do you raise taxes? Maybe that pothole in front of the high school doesn't get filled in for an extra month or two, or maybe there's a program that you don't expand. As for homeowners, insurance covers wind damage, but not flood coverage. If they have it, Washington picks up most of that tab. Watson thinks private insurers will get more and more out of catastrophes in general. So a piece of the rock will be a smaller piece of the pie when it comes to disasters. In Washington, I'm Scott Tong for Marketplace. Sandy left plus or minus 7 million people without power in the greater Northeast. That's a lot of people desperate to charge their smartphones and computers and all the rest of their gear. Our own Dan Bobkoff is among the nomads looking for a working power outlet. People don't usually say this about me, but I'm power hungry. I haven't had electricity since 1.30 Monday afternoon. To power my smartphone, I first tried the crank radio I got for donating to a public radio pledge drive. It's supposed to charge it, but that didn't work out so well. And it says charging is not supported with this accessory. So I resorted to an overpriced generator, my car. Ah, the sounds of electrons flowing. This feels incredibly wasteful. About two million people in New York State alone are without power, and many of those are on the move in search of electricity. My colleagues in Manhattan came across Will Wheeler and his roommates from the Lower East Side. They found salvation outside a midtown building. A couple of banks had them, but we just found the base of a tree that had an outlet that was working. Yes, he said a tree. His group is running an extension cord from the outlet to charge a MacBook, five iPhones, and a BlackBerry. 
At the New Yorker Hotel on 34th Street, powerless nomads packed the lobby and plugged into every outlet. Kim Garrett is a nurse who left her downtown apartment before dawn. I just took my flashlight, my devices, my cords, my rain boots, my raincoat, and just headed north and kept walking until I found somewhere that might have a plug, and this, the New Yorker Hotel was the first one. She says she got lucky. She even found a chair. In Brooklyn, Ethan Gould rigged this together. It's eight AA batteries in a configuration hooked up to two solar panels, uh, which can then be attached to USB cables or also uh, iPhone chargers. I don't have anything that fancy. I'm just waiting for crews to clear the trees blocking my street. Stranded in Westchester County, New York, I'm Dan Bobkoff for Marketplace. We've been collecting stories from people in the storm. Here's one from Maryland. Pat Warner is a Waffle House executive. He says...